Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano, and thanks for tuning in to the Harpland Rugby Podcast. HarpenRugby.net is an unofficial fan site for Leinster Ireland Rugby, with regular coverage of the latest news and opinion via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course this pod. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts as well as a host of other platforms. This is episode 12 of a feature we call The Pod of Three, where we share clips from the best independent rugby podcasts. Our theme today is Coping with COVID-19, and our sources are all non-rugby-focused podcasts, talking to those involved in the sport. First, there's the sports psychologist with Marie Trassany Kallig, whose guest is Dr. Hannah McCormack, the campaign manager for Tackle Your Feelings, a well-being initiative from Rugby Players Ireland. Then Ulster and Ireland back rower Claire McLaughlin is interviewed on the Best of Belfast about being a medical professional through the COVID time and also how it has affected her rugby. And finally, the Irish Fire podcast get Jamie Heaslip to name a couple of coaches from his playing career who have helped get him through. As always, you'll find all the relevant links to their full shows in the program notes. Many thanks to all the producers for allowing us to use their content. So without any further ado, here's today's pod of three. Welcome to The Sport Psychologist. Today we talk to Dr. Hannah McCormack. She's the campaign manager for Tackle Your Feelings, a wellbeing initiative from Rugby Players Ireland, which, by the way, has a really useful app to help you monitor your own feelings and emotions. Just search for Tackle Your Feelings. Well, I find, and I don't know if you find Mm. the same hurdle, we'll use that as a phrase, a bit of a hard sell when you're going into, in your case, we're working players Ireland or me, if I'm talking to a team or an athlete and I'm saying, yeah, you know, a bit of gratitude, a bit of positive thought helps your performance. They just think airy fairy can't be measured. I'd rather spend my money on it. Yeah. You know, the impact on our, of COVID and the restrictions and the lockdown um, on mental health is probably going to peak later and last longer than the actual kind of um, physical health um, issues that come along with what's happening now and that's because like you know people are isolated they're not being able to interact with other people they aren't able to engage in a lot of activities that normally bring them kind of life satisfaction right so I'm not even going to say happiness because I think sometimes people are like well you can't be happy all the time or there's this pressure to be happy all the time but being like if you look into positive psychology um, or if you look at kind of like mental health and well-being, it's not about being positive and being happy all the time. It's about just kind of being aware of yourself and the different range of emotions, which are very important to experience all the time. Um, but the problem is that at the moment, we're probably experiencing a few more of the negative experiences a lot more than usual. So we're, we're a bit lonely at the moment. We haven't been able to see our friends um, you know, talking to someone over Skype or talking to someone over Zoom or having a conversation on the phone is good, but it's like that physical physical interaction, being able to kind of bounce off people's, um, you know, personalities or even just kind of read different body language, like that whole kind of, you know, literally that physical touch and the endorphins that can be released by like just hanging out with someone or, or giving someone a hug, um, friends and family alike. Um, we're missing out on that. So we're kind of we're, we're definitely going to be experiencing a few more lows at the moment. Then the, the kind of uncertainty and the anxiety and the stress that comes along with that, um, it can be very hard to deal with. But I suppose what you can do then in that case is the airy fairy thing of like, you know, practice your gratitude. One is the when we are in those situations where we're, we're lacking a lot of the kind of usual routines or a lot of the kind of um, 
or the stress and anxiety and the, the worries about what if, what if this is going to happen? What if someone gets sick? What if, or I can't see my friends and family at the moment, therefore I don't have them in my life right now. But it's like, so rather than looking at the things that um, you don't have, look look and appreciate the things you do have. And I don't know, I think everyone in the world has watched the uh, Michael Jordan documentary lately. And he says a line and he goes, why would I worry about the shots that I might miss or the shots that I haven't taken yet? Talk to me about then kind of the inevitable question here. Uh, I feel like it would be wrong not to not to go here. Um, what has your last few weeks, your last two months sort of looked like? Because, uh, you know, just like we were saying there, the sport side to your life has perhaps slowed down uh, a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yeah. that's an understatement and the you know the opportunity to to use that medical side has obviously increased exponentially so we'd just love to hear kind of what's been going on yeah well i suppose i'm working in um a and e in the ulster hospital um obviously with the added difficulties of having covid and having to deal with covid and wearing the ppe and obviously there's there's a lot of people and families with difficult circumstances and really sad circumstances so um yeah, it, it has been tough and challenging on, on different levels. Um and I guess people are are pretty scared to come to hospital and I think that's what we were experiencing initially. Mm. There were people who were maybe staying at home who should have been coming to the department. Um and now those people are kind of returning now that COVID has kind of become a more normal thing. Yeah. People are used to it now, they kind of understand a bit more about it. And they're now coming to to A and E again with the problems. So, yeah, it's definitely it's back to being pretty busy again. Um, so yeah, that's been the hospital over the past couple of months. Um, and then yeah, I guess with regards to sport, it's just come to a standstill. Um, our Six Nations campaign kind of got cut short. Mm. We were meant to play France and Italy there in the last two two legs of it. Um, so we've still got them to play at some point whenever that might come. So, yeah, it's it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. Uh, we're we're still training away. We're doing gym and running sessions. And for me, I'm doing a lot of rehab at the minute. I had an ankle injury last year and it's almost coming up on, on a year since I had surgery on my ankle. Wow. So, yeah, I haven't actually played a huge amount of rugby over the past 12 months. I've only played two and a half matches. <laughs> because of my ankle so it's been a really frustrating season for me bet, and yeah. on on a personal level COVID has kind of come at a good time um for me and my rugby and rehab because I kept getting tempted to go back to rugby too quickly yeah. before my ankle was ready so I just kept flaring my ankle up so this has kind of come at the perfect time where I don't have that um temptation to to go back and I'm just focusing on trying to get my ankle yeah 100 so hopefully once rugby comes back then i'll be i'll be good to go hello and welcome to the irish fire podcast i'm your host michael houghton if you had told me back in june of 2019 when i started the podcast that i would have the absolute honor and privilege to be interviewing jamie heaslip there is no way that i would have believed you
And so I guess, I mean, is there anything that you can kind of take from your experience, sort of the highs and lows of your rugby career, and to sort of you know, give inspiration to people to how we could get through this current crisis? You know, I, I approach it in a couple of different ways. I, I, what I take from rugby when I look at that is two things. And I had, I had lots of amazing coaches, but two of the philosophies stand out. One is Joe Schmitz, which is control the controllables. And that's very much, okay, what's the process in place? Um, what can you control? What can you um, put in place? You know, your daily habits, because you're the sum of your, your, your habits, essentially. And then, you know, and also with, with the end goal of, you know, you kind of, I suppose, picture the person you want to be, I suppose, or the outcome that you want and kind of work back from there in terms of daily habits that can, that can get to that. You don't have to change overnight, but, you know, small changes every day or, or small kind of tweaks to your routine. That will kind of get good processes in place. But then the outcome that we were talking about, I kind of draw on Stuart Lancaster's philosophy, uh, which is kind of comfortable in chaos, you know, and right now we don't know what the end is going to be like, but you know, we or we don't know what the what the new normal will be like, but it's getting comfortable with that. It's doing what you can. It's trying to set up some sort of system within that regardless and trying to stick to it. Now, you can always adapt. You can always tweak it. But um, having some sort of system in place and and almost kind of going with the flow and, and, and reacting to what pops up in front of you. I know that's a bit wishy-washy, I suppose, but that's kind of what I, I, I fall back on. And in, in terms of what you said, it like... This is very different to 2008 financial um, crash, obviously. But from what, you know, you look back at what Bill, Bill Gates calling this in 2015, you know what I mean? And a lot of science behind it that something like this will probably happen again in some shape or fashion. You like to think that we'll learn from it, but we're not very good at, at preparing for crisis, if you know what I mean. And hopefully this will be a bit of a shakeup in that regard. That's it for now. If those great productions aren't already in your weekly rotation, be sure and add them right away. Also keep an eye on our Twitter feed, at Harpener Rugby, around 5pm most evenings throughout the month of June, as we're running a series of polls to determine the most popular Ireland rugby jersey. As always, you'll find all our latest content at harpenerrugby.net. Until next time, stay safe everyone. Slán. <laughs>